Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story. That whole defense, they're good. You know, I feel like they, they do a lot of good things on that side of the ball. You know, I feel like they're very well coached. You know, um, they, they have a lot of good players, you know, and, and we do too, obviously, you know. But, you know, for me, I'm always going to believe in my guys and believe that my guys are going to be able to get the job done, you know, no matter what, no matter who we're facing, you know. So um, I'm super excited for it. You know, I'm super – I know the guys are super excited for it. And, um, come Monday, I guess we'll see who will have the better side, you know. You're going to need it all, you know. They, they present they, – they're a really good team over there, and they, they do a lot of good things, you know. So, um, you know, I feel like the biggest thing is just executing. You know, it's just all about execution, you know, just uh, trusting in our preparation and our offense that that um, that we have. And uh, at the end of the day, as long as we execute, we'll be able to get it done. So Maybe you will, maybe you won't. That's Michael Penix Jr. He is the starting quarterback for the Washington Huskies, who will try to claim a national championship today for the first time in a long time and knock off the Michigan Wolverines, who are trying to do the same. We welcome you into the zone on a championship Monday. It's great to be with you. We... Need to talk some hoops at some point today, too. But I just couldn't bring myself to talk about it right out of the gate. Unless you want to talk about the Arkansas women. They had a nice game yesterday. But uh, anyway, we are excited to talk about football. NFL, obviously, uh, some exciting finishes there. Some really good games. And we're going to talk to Clint Stern at the bottom of the hour. I know he has got to be thrilled about the Texans escaping Indianapolis with a victory and moving on to the postseason. And also, of course, with the Jags, falling on their face again, they are going to be uh, a division champion and going to get to host a game. So yay for them. It's pretty exciting. Uh, We had a lot of teams with a chance to play spoilers. Some did, some didn't. And in some cases, it wouldn't have made any difference anyway. The Cardinals almost upset the Seahawks yesterday, but it wouldn't have made any difference because the Seahawks were already bounced because the Packers took care of their business. And uh, But it was a fun day. It was exactly what the NFL had to hope for. You got what you wanted. So we got a lot of NFL to talk about, a lot of college and we will talk some hoops, too. So, anyway, hope everybody's doing great. We're going to delve into the Golden Globes, too. So, let me just give you a curveball there. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a well-rounded show. Yes. Uh, also, Zach Gillum's going to join us from Oakland a little bit later in the show. We're going to talk about all the prop bets for tonight's game. So, you know, passing, rushing totals, things like that, touchdowns, things of that nature. I think, and I've got a few numbers here related to Michigan, and I'm obviously rooting for Michigan. If you're watching the video, you can see my shirt. It says May's blue and khaki. It is an oldie but a goodie from uh, the early days of Harbaugh's tenure at Michigan. And if you don't get it, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, so I'm gonna. Sl- I think people are sleeping a little bit on Michigan's offense because everybody wants to talk about Washington's offense, and appropriately so. But we'll talk about that coming up in a minute. And we've got some sound from Coach Harbaugh as well. Are you rooting for Michigan? I'm rooting for Michigan. Huh. Yeah. Why? Not. Why not? Why not? Oh. Uh, they're cheaters. Um, In what way? Harbaugh's weird. Um, what way? Yeah. The sign-stealing thing? Are we doing that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. They're not doing anything crazy. I don't think so. No, not crazy? Paying somebody to go and watch teams and film the other sideline? I'd be uh, surprised co- if other programs from, aren't doing that. It's Deflategate. It's yeah. Deflategate. I didn't care about Deflategate, and I don't care about this. Yeah, I, I don't think other Astros teams are doing that. stealing scandal. So. What? I said I didn't care about the Astros <laughs> sign-stealing scandal, because they weren't the only one doing it. Well, well, to that extent. It's the same thing as Michigan. We to just this cheated extent. better than everyone else. I mean, yes. Everybody steals signs, oh, but geez. to this extent, no. Um, no, I, I just see Michigan as the villains in this story and Washington being the good guys in this story. And it just, but no, I guess that that does not surprise me that you would root for the bad guys. And 
uh, not want the good guys to win. I don't think it's that simple. I think Blake Corm's a pretty good dude. No doubt. Um, good running back, too. Well, that's. They, I think he's a good human being as well. There's plenty of good guys in all this, and I don't think Jim Harbaugh's a bad guy. No. I think Jim Harbaugh's a little weird. I'll give you that for sure. That's a no-brainer. But uh, He's a great coach. Yeah. I'll give him that. I mean, he's coached in the Super Bowl. Now he's coaching in the national championship game. But I don't think this is good and evil. No, Texas already lost. So I think that matchup has already sailed. But we've said this a hundred times. you got a great storyline either way. you got a coach who didn't coach half of his team's games, potentially winning a national championship, or you have a team winning a championship from a conference that no longer exists, basically, after yeah. this week. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I just hope we get a good game. I will echo the sentiment of David Basil, which I don't often do. I just hope it's a good game, and I think it probably will be. I'll be surprised if it's not a, a one-score game. Yes. Yeah, I I, th- I think this is a uh, back-and-forth, high-scoring affair. Uh, I think both teams will be in the 20s, and I think the winner probably gets into the 30s. Uh, it, but it wouldn't surprise me if both teams scores in the 30s. I do not see a low-scoring game. Um, I think you can look at some even some of the toughest opponents Michigan has faced. Uh, Ohio State's offense was good. Great wide receivers for Ohio State. They just didn't have a quarterback. Uh, they put up 24 on Michigan. Maryland, same thing. Good offense, put up 24 on them. I think this is the best offense they've faced. So I think Michigan, or, uh, Washington will score 28 to 30-something points. Uh, but Michigan's going to get theirs. I mean, they they run the ball, and Washington's defense isn't as strong as Alabama's. And so Washington's going to run the ball, and they're going to get their points. So I think it's going to be a fun game to watch if you like offense, and most people do. So you're going to see scoring tonight. I don't think – okay, so I guess my point is here's, – here's my thinking on this. The gap between the offenses is not as great as the gap between the defenses. That's my thinking. So that's my personal opinion. Yes. You may feel differently. No, I think you're right. I think Michigan's defense is uh, a couple of steps ahead of Washington's defense and where Washington's offense is maybe one step ahead. I think that's fair. That's yeah. probably a great uh, point, and I hate agreeing with you. Uh, Michigan, that's the thing. That was my point, I guess, is Michigan, I think people are sleeping on their offense. They're mm-hmm. a top 15 offense. And you can say what you want about the Big Ten. You can say they didn't have very good offenses, and I'll listen to that. But they did have really good defenses, and mm-hmm. Michigan scored 36 points a game playing against Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State. I mean, they played really good defenses all year, or the majority of the games they played really good defenses through the season. So I feel pretty good about their offense. And again, I think they are built to control the clock and keep the ball away from Penix. So I think the higher scoring it goes, probably the more it favors Washington. But I think that's, that's again, you look at it on paper, every which way you want to slice it, you got a really good matchup. Yeah. Well, and sometimes because their offense is so good, they're going to score anyway. You know what I'm saying? It may be faster than you think. It, I don't know how many eight-minute drives Washington's going to go on. Yeah. It's because their offense is that good. And mm-hmm. Washington's defense isn't as good. Look, I would say Alabama's defense is better than Washington's. And, was, and Michigan scored how many on Alabama? Twenty. Six? What was it that scored it final in overtime after they scored that touchdown? Was it 20-20? And then it was 26-20? Was that the final? Anyway, uh, I think they'll score twenty more than 20 points against Washington yeah. in this game um, because of the difference in defenses. But uh, I think the X factor is Penix in the, that offense. I think they find a way to maybe win whoever has the ball last. That could be just like the semifinal games. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever has it last. Another stat I saw that I thought was interesting, uh, number one in the country this year, Bo Nix in QBR. Number two, the Heisman Trophy winner, Jaden Daniels. Number three? Penix? J.J. McCarthy. Oh, wow. Quarterback from Michigan. So he didn't throw for a ton of yards, but 22 touchdowns, four picks, very efficient, nearly 3,000 yards. Mm-hmm. So, again, he can throw it well enough when he needs to. And I like the receivers. The other big matchup, of course, will be the defensive backs of Michigan against the dynamic receivers for Washington. They're not going to stop them, but can you make enough plays on the back end? And I was – people will say what they want. Alabama didn't have a chance to challenge on the back end much because there was constant pressure against yeah. Milrow in the pass game. But when they did try to throw downfield, the Michigan was in good position. And if they can do that again tonight – you know, I think Washington's still going to win their share of one-on-one battles. But yeah, I thought that's where Alabama lost the game. Uh, they couldn't protect long enough to exploit the Michigan safeties. Their DB, their corners are are pretty good at Michigan. They, they, their weakness, what I would have to say, is their two safeties. Washington's going to take advantage of one of those safeties and beat them deep down the field. And I think they'll protect. They they the pressure yeah. won't get to to Penix as much as it did Alabama. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't find a whole lot of weaknesses with Alabama's defense that gave up under 10 points a game this year. But again, factoring in, they played in the Big Ten this year. And you're right, this will be the best offense they faced. Well, that came from Pigskin. 
safeties or issue for Michigan. Yeah, well, they I, they they all held up just fine to me. What I've seen from them this year, so that may be a weaker part. But we're talking about one of the best, maybe the best defense in America this year. So it's the best scoring defense in like a dozen years in college football. So they've certainly set the bar at a pretty high level. Let's get a call in here from Savage. If you want to weigh in on anything from over the weekend or you want to talk about tonight's game, our question of the day today, who do you like tonight? And early returns, people are on Washington tonight. And the old adage, defense wins championships, I don't know if people buy into that anymore. Um, They like teams that score a bunch of points, so we'll see. Savage is on line one up first. What's up, buddy? What's going on, fellas? Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, Wes, just real quick on the basketball team. I know Muss is a good coach. I won't ever question that. But moving forward, you think his recruiting is going to change instead of bringing in no. all these scores? <laughs> he's just going to bring in scores. Oh no, I think he'll, he he's got to, he knows he's got to go out and get a big guy, uh, an enforcer, you know, somebody with a little muscle inside. Uh, just didn't work out. They were able to get that guy this year. Um, but no, I thought you meant as far as transfer, you know, hitting the, the portal for older guys. No, that's going to continue. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, just the if you bring in all these scores, I get it. They're not meshing because they were all individual players. Battle at Temple, you know, hit from Louisville. You know, there's got to be a, a happy mix in this, and he doesn't have it. And this team is not gelling, and they're in trouble. Guys, you're doing. Thanks, Savage. The crazy thing about it, you know, Mark was known, you know, coming from Houston guy. as a good yeah. defensive guy. You know, we we talked to, uh, I think it was Bat or was it Ellis that we talked to uh, when he first committed? One of the two, and they were talking. I think it was Battle. Battle, and he told us, you know, that you know, coming from Temple, mm-hmm. they play defense there, and he he, he put, took pride in his defense. You know, Coach Musselman does. I guarantee you, he's not looking at points per game uh, only for these guys. He's looking if they can play defense, and he wouldn't bring them in if they were just offensive guys. Of course, he wanted some scoring and some outside shooters, but he's not going to take somebody that's a defensive liability because he's a defensive coach, and I think it's frustrating to him, and I think it's surprising to him that they've played such poor defense at times. I'm not saying the season's over or anything like that, but when you go to the transfer portal over and over again, you're bound to strike out eventually. I saw somebody put a post up this weekend. I can't remember who it was, so I apologize for whoever made the post. Um, but they said, you know, he deserves a pass, basically. He's 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 certainly entitled to a down year. Yeah, he is. Now, if they miss the tournament completely, that would be pretty devastating. They are on pace to miss the tournament oh, completely yeah. Yeah. right now. Now, it's oh, early, sure but it's early in the SEC schedule, but... Um, this team does not look like it's going to figure it out. Oh, I think. It's the same thing. Yeah, I'm not concerned yet. I am not. I, I still think, I go back to what we've talked about time after time after time. One in five last year. Yeah, but they didn't look this discombobulated. Well, they looked also, worse they were, last year. They not offensively. in the non-conference. We've lost too many non-conference This games. offense looks completely out of sync, completely just lost. And there's and the too much one-on-one. Terrible and the defense isn't good either. Yeah, I just, this is the worst it's looked since he got there to me. And it's not really close to me. Last year, they they scored like 50 points against LSU in game one. There that is, offense looked atrocious. There is no... Well, uh, LSU, okay, fine. They had a bad game. That's fine. They didn't have a bad game. This has been a bad season offensively. They, they just put... They, they were averaging 84 points coming into this game. They have, Arkansas was averaging 84 points coming into this game. They don't look good offensively, and they haven't looked good in most cases. I don't think they've looked that great offensively. Yeah, I just don't think they've there's any continuity. right, scoring 84 points a game. Well, he, he... Okay. Well, that's what they do. He, I understand that. He brought in a bunch of one-on-one players who are playing one-on-one and can beat guys off the dribble yeah. against lesser-than opponents, but once you get in the league, it's going to be even worse. I, just, I, I cannot stand what I'm seeing offensively. I think it's awful, and it's happened week after week. So I'm not saying they haven't had some good moments. And you can give me the averages all you want, but the eye test doesn't pass. They don't look good offensively at all. There's no continuity. And I've seen what his good teams look like, and this ain't it. His good teams are ugly offensively. Mm-hmm. They, they go to the free throw line, shoot a ton of free throws. There's some offensive flow. They look terrible. Just my opinion. You want to agree? That's fine. Well, I'm not going to argue with you for the whole show I, about it. The I offensive continuity has been awful all season. I think they've looked terrible on both sides for the most part. Strikingly, the defense is the disappointment, and that's that's Musselman's specialty. Thirty-two points to lose by thirty-two, which has never happened before, is also very concerning against the team. By the way, the line started moving in favor of Arkansas as we got closer to oh, tip-off. Yeah. Surprisingly, but um, the Arkansas was leading this game at the under four timeout. It was twenty-seven twenty-six with f- less than four minutes to go in the first half. 
And and you're like, okay. They're, they hadn't played great offensively, but they were playing pretty good deep. Well, really good defensively, holding Auburn to 26 points in, six, in more than 16 minutes. Auburn finished the first half well. And then the second half was a disaster. The problem is, too, I don't know that Auburn's even great. You know what I mean? I think Auburn's very good. They're pretty good. I agree. I mean, the big guy's good. They're a, they're they got a three big team. guys. They're a tournament team. KD Johnson? Yeah. yeah. I think well, their net ranking was No, I mean, I mean size-wise. I'm talking about their their, their big guy. Um, Broom? Broom, Johnny, yeah. He's good. Jani Broom, I guess his name is. Yeah, um, he's really good. I mean... I just didn't figure this year would be the year where we'd have the, the big man issue again. But we no. do. With Brazil, you would have thought he's a good place to start. But Brazil Graham. is not playing like a big guy at all. Graham. Brazil is playing as a small forward. You might as well, and it's frustrating for me. He is, and you mentioned it, he's like Connor Vanover, basically. He's a big, tall guy that wants to hang out at the free throw line. We need, or they need, for him to get inside and start being a big guy. Well, I just wonder is that by design? I think it's, I, my opinion is it's his ACL. He still is not 100%. You know, sure in his confident. mind, confident that that about that knee, and he just seems to float around outside, avoid the contact. He needs to get inside and and bang a little bit. I'm not he's not a, a broom, but he needs to be inside to where he can be an enforcer. But he's 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 allowing dribble drive penetration. He's allowing he's he's relying on his length to try to block the shot from behind. That frustrates me because when his guy drives by him, then that guy's passing it off, and it's just creating havoc with the defense, and I don't want to just harp on him because there are a lot of guys that are giving up penetration. Well, I think but the effort all around is just not good. He needs to step it up. That's To me, that's the key. He's the key. Uh, other, and I think Mitchell's another key. We have seen Mitchell play big. He has guarded big guys before and been very effective. But Mitchell has become such an offensive liability when he's in there that it's been hard for them to play. He clogs up the offense. It's like they'll get a good dribble drive, penetrate, kick it out, and it gets to him, and it's like, what's he going to do with it? Well, he just holds it because he's not going to shoot it. He's not going to drive with it. He he did, unfortunately. He made that one move in the lane. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't know what the answer is. I just know that's not it. Well, his defense hasn't been there this year either. Mm-hmm. No, he no didn't. one, no one's has. But but nobody played yeah. good defense Saturday. But I don't want to harp on him either. But he did not play well Saturday. People are there was a lot of people questioning the toughness of the team, yep. and certainly the effort's going to follow with that as well. And this team doesn't look particularly tough right now, that's for sure. And they got pushed around by an Auburn team that probably is a, one of the more physical teams to play, right? Yeah. Well, Florida is very physical. Yeah. It's going to be a tough season. Um, here's Moss after the game. And I know Arkansas has struggled this year some in transition. D. What is going on there, do you see, as far Kevin, as this guy's not getting back and balance on the floor? defensively. We've struggled on pick and rolls. Your shot selection has to do with your transition defense. So, I mean, when you lose by 30, I mean, I could, we could go all the way around the room and each of you could pick a different area, and you would all be right. <laughs> we stunk in all areas. I mean, I don't know. I mean, transition defense. What about Johnny Broom in the second? I mean, I can go on and on. Yeah, we stunk. I mean, and we got to get a lot better to even survive in this league. We got to get a lot better. We got to be a lot more competitive. So with that, I will say you guys all saw how poorly we played, and there's a million things we could discuss, but we stunk in all those areas. That sums it up pretty well. No doubt. All right, a couple calls here, and then we'll hit the break. Clint Sterner on the other side. We'll talk some NFL. I know he's feeling a little more optimistic than Razorback basketball fans are now because the Texans are headed to the postseason. What's up, David? Good morning, fellas. Uh, look, look, we just witnessed the football season just falling apart on us. Let's hope to goodness the basketball season doesn't do the same thing because I still say that this is the most good players Coach Muss has had since he's been here. And this, you know, three years ago we 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 started doubting the team. Two years ago we did it. And last year I said, and I did. I started doubting them after their one and five start. And I said, I'm not not doing it again. And I'm not. I'm 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 going to trust that he's going to figure this out. I'm not. And I was on the other side of it last year. Julio, what's up? What's up? Sadly, I took my seven year old to his first ever game at Bud Walton. Oh. To see the biggest, yeah, yeah, it was, it was sad. We like cheered twice in the first half, like really loud, you know. We got up and basically that was it. There was never a reason to cheer. I mean, we were trying to will him, but man, it was just bad. Well, he can't go back ever again, obviously. 
That's his one and only game. He's the bad white charm. Yeah. So, so many layups, so many dunks. And what's confusing to me is Devo, his guy's just beating him off mm-hmm. the dribble left and right, which doesn't make sense to me because I've always, I mean, for the last three years, he's been a stopper. And I know it's not effort because Devo, I mean, he is a, I mean, he, he, you know, he wasn't making a shot last year. So what did he do? He hit the gym and. Yeah, Devo got in a funk. Issue is really after, becoming a problem during the game. Sorry, man. And all you had to see was Devo just straight up shove a player and and get a foul. Is uh, that why they put him in the second row? Second row? He yeah. went and sat in the second row behind the bench. Maybe to clear his head. I don't know why, but uh, why that will happen. But we'll ask him Thursday. Yeah. Um, he was very frustrated. There was a lot of trash talking. Uh, Devo has made it clear that they don't like Auburn. Auburn doesn't like them. And I feel like once it got out of hand, it, there was some quit on the team, and they let down. And Devo, it was shocking to me to watch guys drive past him time after time after time because you never see that. And I think that was a little bit with the circumstances of the game. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not. David, sorry about that. We're having okay, significant phone really issues. Go ahead. Anyway, let's, let's just hope the basketball season doesn't fall apart because you know how – Razorback fans are, and uh, uh, listen on the football deal. Alabama out tough Georgia. That's why they beat them. Uh, Alabama could not out tough Michigan, and that really worries me uh, because. God dang these phones! Well, it's a, it's a good uh, lesson for all of our callers. You got you got basically you thirty seconds. Go if that. JW, go. It's gonna be a challenge. Hey guys, we don't we had players. We don't have a team. We don't have no alpha males out there. We got a bunch of blue hair, paint nails, sissy soft people. We got we got eight times that I've seen that they just went up to the goal, no hands up. They let them walk right by. This team ain't going to get turned around, man. There's nothing there to start with. We got a bunch of shooters from different teams trying to make a team instead of trying to get players. We have no alpha males on the deal. And here, if Joseph Pinion's listening, <laughs> listen, bud. Transfer. You got to want to hear him about not playing defense. Ain't nobody playing defense. Ain't nobody hitting no shots. Don't throw me in at the end of a game every time expect me to shoot a shot. You can't give me no time when everybody else is thinking it up. I'm hitting the road, Jack. JW. See, that was very efficient right there. And he hung up on us. I didn't. That didn't, that didn't fall off right there. He just set his piece and dropped it. I like it. Opinion did get in with six minutes ago. <laughs> By then, it didn't matter. But. No, but it wasn't like it was two minutes left in the yeah. game. And he had two turnovers pretty quickly. At what point of the game could they have got in and it was garbage time? Oh, about well, 10 man, minutes. Yeah. yeah, It was over. I wasn't watching the last couple minutes, but I didn't realize he played that long. Six minutes, he did not attempt a shot, by the way. I don't Josh, think I watched the last six minutes. Josh and I were talking about uh, how embarrassing it was that Auburn was going to clear the bench with like eight minutes to go in the game. And it was actually Auburn, or Arkansas, who cleared the bench first and threw up the white towel. Um, you're down by 30, might as well. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas shot 31% in the game, 7 of 24, 29% from three. They made 8 of 15 free throws, boys. Oh, it was, it was ridiculous. Bad, they started 1 of 5, I believe. And by the way, Brazil was in at the end of the game. You want to talk about sending a message in trash time? Brazil was still playing. They gave up 58% shooting in the second half. Yeah, it was uh, it was tough. It was a tough one to watch. It was hard to uh, hard to swallow. But sadly, I mean, obviously the margin was shocking. But I mean, the way the game played out wasn't completely shocking. The fact that they got handled. When do you get concerned, Wes? If you're not, right I was now? still confident when things started badly in the league last year. But this is there's just something different about this bunch. I don't know what it is. I guess late January. Or well, we're okay. already well, January eighth. So yeah, I mean it's not late. Three more weeks, early February. I'll okay. be, I'll be concerned. Well, it's all going to be settled by then. Yeah, really? I mean, no, they'll be they can play this there's themselves out of the NCAA tournament by then, other than winning the the tournament. No, so we'll I mean see. they started one in five last year. Yep. If they do one in five and turn it around like they did last year, they'll be in and they'll be fine. <laughs> you don't think this team's going to go one in five and turn it around, do you? Why not? Well, because I, mean, I just don't. You, I believe in history and, and Muss's history. Okay. And, and I said last year, after doubting for the third straight time, I'm never doing it again. I'm not doubting this year. I've never doubted him, but I am now. 
Yeah, so. you were the one. You were talking me off the ledge last year. Yeah, it just it didn't look this bad to me, and it looked like there were fixable things. I'm just not sure this is because it's looked the same. And again, look at the non-conference schedule, and the, even some of the games they won. They struggled, and when they played quality opponents, they barely scored. I mean, they struggled to score. I just don't know that they're going to figure it out all of a sudden. Don't forget, this is the same team that beat Duke. This is the same team that beat Purdue. Exhibition. We've seen them do it. Yeah. Don't forget that. And they've also played the hardest non-conference schedule they've ever played under Musselman. And that's why the record's a little worse. But when they play teams that aren't great teams, they struggled in many, in many of those games too, Wes. They anyway. laid one egg against... Who was that team that they lost to? That's a UNCG. quad four. They beat Lipscomb by three points or two points or they whatever beat, it was. I forgot there was another team like Sanford or Mercer or some team from Georgia that they barely beat too. Yeah, but. I mean, they're beating a hell out of bad teams. There's no question about that. That'll pad your numbers for sure. But I'm just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't tell you what it is. Just my gut tells me this is not going to be the same deal. It was deal. UNCG we lost to, right? Yes. Beat, beat Wilmington, lost to Greensboro. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, 10-31. Let's hit a break. We'll come back and uh, let's talk about something fun for a minute. We'll talk the NFL. That was a fun weekend. Saturday, Sunday? Heck yeah. yeah. It was good. It's a bunch of good games. Clint Sterner coming up. One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. This is Sports Center. We are through 18 weeks of the NFL season, and here is how the standings wrapped up with playoff matchups in the AFC. It'll be the number one seed Baltimore Ravens getting the week off. The Buffalo Bills won the AFC East last night, so they will host the number seven seed Pittsburgh Steelers. And then it'll be the three seed AFC West champion Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Miami Dolphins. And then the AFC South champion Houston Texans hosting the Cleveland Browns. In the NFC, the number one seed is the San Francisco 49ers. The number two seed is the Dallas Cowboys. They will be hosting the Green Bay Packers. The three seed Detroit Lions will be taking on the Los Angeles Rams. And then finally, the four seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. It's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civic, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy Such Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy Such Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Pickle Up for Literacy is a one-day pickleball tournament happening January 13th at the River Center in Benton. All levels and ages competing in women's and men's doubles. There is $600 in prize money in Moneyball Brackets. Literacy Action of Central Arkansas is a nonprofit organization that teaches adults and their families reading and English language skills. Serving Pulaski, Faulkner, Saline, and Conway Counties. Register for the tournament at literacyactionar.org by January 9th. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. This is a test. 
This station is conducting a required weekly or required monthly test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. Esta es una prueba. Esta estación está transmitiendo la prueba semanal o mensual requerida por el sistema de alarma y de emergencia. Esta es solamente una prueba. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Turner throws, caught. Emmanuel Swift makes a tackle. Touchdown, Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow! Goes to a oh. wide open receiver, it's Cobb. Towards the end zone, touchdown! Had a good year. I, I haven't watched them a whole lot, but uh, yeah, the drama of it. I'm sure you guys will love. I'm. I'm not, I will not participate this year. But uh, no, I, I t- hey, it's uh, it's playoff time. It doesn't matter who we play. To be to be honest with you. All right, it is playoff time. Let's go to the Brandon moving in storage hotline. Clint Sterner standing by, and his favorite team, the Texans, are also talking playoffs as well. Clint, welcome. How are you? Man, I'm doing well, fellas. We. Uh... You know, like you just mentioned, man, them Texans went and got a W. They they uh, they did everything they could they could uh, they could do. They controlled the controllables, and then the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars went out there and and continued to struggle and and mess around and gave them the division, man. So we got a home playoff game next weekend. We got a national championship game here tonight, and so it's it's a good time to be in the city and and uh, talking game, man, talking ball. What's going on with you guys? Well, not not that much fun. I mean, certainly uh, disappointed about Razorback basketball, but we focused on that enough in the last segment. So we'll move on and talk some NFL. Did you? Uh, are you going to the game tonight? No, no, no. I, I am not going to the game. We did the fan fest thing. Um, I guess that was that Friday. Did our show live from there. Um, I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do our our normal show from the studios, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot back to back to. The East Side and catch a game on TV, man. All right, very good. Well, um, I watched the Packers quite a bit, well, the entire game yesterday because I was hoping the Bears would find a way because it was going to help the Saints potentially get into the postseason. Didn't work out that way. And Love's numbers were really good, and he threw some balls to some wide-open dudes for the most part, although he had a couple of guys that were somewhat well-guarded, and he fitted in there nicely as well. How do you feel about the matchup for the Cowboys in this one? You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I hadn't watched a, a whole heck of a lot of the Packers. You probably watched more of them yesterday. I've watched Jordan Love a, a, a couple of different times throughout the season. But when, as you know, as you know, with that squad, I mean, they, they they're a lot like a couple of the other squads. The Texans, for, for instance, that are a, a significantly different team today than they were week one or two. So, so I, I don't have a, a whole lot on Jordan Love and, and the Green Bay Packers, but. 
Dallas, I know, is is absolutely on fire at the house. Um, they're peaking at the right time, playing some really good football, and and uh, you know, again, they went out there and, and handled their business, and and um, you know, I think the Cowboys are going to be a tough out in the first round. I concur with that, hundred percent. I like the matchup a lot. I think they roll. I can't. I don't know what the line is. Wes, have you seen a line on the seven and a half? Okay. Still like the Cowboys, I think. I've already taken it. Yeah, good move. Um, we had a couple of teams reverse fortunes, and what an implosion down the stretch. The Eagles couldn't quite hurt themselves enough to stay out of the playoffs, but maybe by the time they play their first game, they'll wish they had. And then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars, who you just alluded to, and unfortunately they couldn't get there, uh, and their sort of, I guess, sloppy finish to the season kept them out of the postseason. Uh, kind of an interesting finish to the year for those two teams. I guess the Eagles, the bit of solace they have is that they're still playing. Yeah, I mean they they got in again, right? I mean that that's ultimately you know the the, the end game here, and is, is to give yourself a chance to, to start zero and zero and and potentially make a run and win a Super Bowl. But boy, to your point, man, I mean you you got you got a handful of teams that are that are peaking at the right time, and Philly is not one of them. They just built such a large cushion initially that they could they could weather the storm here at the end of the season. So um, I don't I haven't seen I know AJ Brown went down yesterday. I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen exactly what that what that uh, you know what that's going to look like. I didn't is he is he done? Is, is it is still you know hasn't been I, reported back yet of what's going on or I, what's what's the latest? I haven't seen him definitive, but it didn't look good from what I heard. Yeah, so I, look, I mean, without him, without him, they're going to have a hell of a time making a run. I mean, I, I think that that offense, even if Jalen Hurts and that offensive line were healthy, I mean, that offense is is run the football, force the middle of the field, close, and then take your shots. And, and he's as good a big shot guy as there is in the league. And so without him, they're a completely different team. Whether they're peaking. And playing well, or they're struggling. So, um, you know, the, the interesting thing about that is, well, the minute Philly slips, all of a sudden, you know, they they want Jalen Hurts out, they want Nick Sirianni out. They, you know, the, the talk around at least the, the national media is can Sirianni keep his job, which I think is is, is silly. So mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see what happens in the playoffs. But I think they'll be. I think their their uh, their main main dudes will be okay for another couple of years. We haven't. Talked about it yet, but the Commanders have fired their head coach. I'm curious what Christian thinks about that. The Falcons, after they got smoked yesterday, have fired their coach, and the Carolina Panthers have let their GM go. Belichick's the next one, and apparently he's meeting with Robert Kraft today. Do you expect him to be in New England next year? No, I don't. I, I, I think Bills. I think Bills. Uh, I think he's kind of wore out his welcome, if you will. I mean, look, they, they just they have been awful. I heard somebody earlier say, you know, I understand that most of his success was with Tom Brady. You know, they, they, he's been awful without Tom Brady, and it's continued to get worse. And if you look at um, if you look at the decisions that he's made, guys, I mean, any other head coach or general manager would would be fired multiple times, would be ran up out of the NFL and not give her another shot. This guy hired a defensive coordinator, a former failed head coach, as an offensive play caller. <laughs> And, and paired him with a former fired head coach that was a special teams coordinator and made him a quarterback coach. And, and paired them with a rookie quarterback that you drafted in the first round and, and, and you, you laid the task at his feet to, to replace Tom Brady. I mean, the thing, and then not, not to mention what they've surrounded their quarterback with really since Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's last year was very, was very similar. Um, just zero talent around the quarterback, and, and there's no excuse for it. If it wasn't Bill Belichick, we'd all be smoking him. We'd all been hammering this guy for yeah. the last four years. Um, but it's Bill, so we all we all kind of we, we all kind of tone it down a bit. The reality is, man, it, it, he's been awful. I, I don't, I don't. To me, there's no way that you can't even justify keeping him. But of mm-hmm. course, everybody will go back to what what happened, the championships and all that kind of stuff. But for me, it's a no-brainer. About the Buffalo Bills and uh, the the run that they're on right now, uh, are you do you believe they're a legitimate threat to the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC? Absolutely. Uh, the, the, the Bills, as long as Josh Allen and, and crew, as long as they're healthy, they're, they're definitely a threat. Um, I mean, you, they're going to be a, a very difficult out right now. Um, now, Josh, he'll turn the football over, but Josh will also make three or four throws that, that about two or three guys in the NFL can make, and now they're using his legs. Um, I, I didn't watch that asleep last night, to be honest. I didn't watch all of that game, but but he was he was effective with his legs. i I, I got to go back and watch it and see how much of it was designed run versus scramble, but but they're they're doing a lot more design run stuff with his legs since, since uh, Joe Brady 
took over as the offensive coordinator. And so, I, look, I, I the Texans had three possibilities going into Week 18. You win, you get a home game versus the Browns. You lose, you could potentially go to Arrowhead and play the Chiefs or to Buffalo and play the Bills. And and I, it's crazy to think of those three situations. My my hope was the Texans would not win the division and they would end up going to Kansas City and playing in Arrowhead. That's how much I think about the Cleveland Browns right now and how much I think about the Buffalo Bills right now. It's, I think they're both dangerous as hell. It's going to be two degrees in Kansas City this weekend. Mm. That sounds like a lot of fun. What will the temperature be in Houston? Oh, it's indoors, baby. We'll be sitting. We'll be sitting <laughs> a, a, a cool, a cool low seventies, probably. Yeah, I, I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good thing is, would you rather play the Chiefs, the Dolphins, or the or the Browns, though, Clint? I mean, I know Flacco's it, it, balling, it, it, but well, right now, I mean, it, it is it is without a doubt, it is without a doubt the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm, okay. Um, I mean, you, if, if we took names off the jerseys and we just watched the teams play over the last month of the season, the last five or six weeks of the season, it, it, it would not. It, it would be 100%. Everybody would want to play Kansas City anywhere, wherever, anytime. But because it's Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, and I get it, I understand it, but but the the reality of it is is Pat Mahomes, he's not played bad. He has played awful. Like, again, inexcusable. If it wasn't Pat Mahomes, we'd be talking benching. But it is, so you, you know, you, you, we kind of we, we kind of push it and sweep it under the rug and say, oh, it's Pat. I mean, they, they, they their weapons are limited. Um, their defense, it was good early on. And, and, look, you can say their defense has been good, really good all year long, but not good enough to overcome the mistakes that the offense is making. And, and they just have not been a good football team of late. Clint, they, um, the, the Texans just played the Browns. So, I mean, it's just yep. you just played them. I mean, are there yep. are there do you feel good about enough adjustments being made there? I guess, you know, you didn't have uh, – didn't have well, uh, didn't Stroud. CJ. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't have C.J. Stroud um, – you know, we didn't have. I don't think we had either one, Will Anderson or Jonathan Grenard. I think both of those guys were out in terms of our, our the ability to pass rush and really the ability to do to, to be a threat on the end from the from the edge on on defense. Um, we, we, the Texans were missing several guys. Okay. Uh, but but the but the reality of it is 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 I, my concern is look, I, I like Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco can can impressively throw the entire route tree, stretch the field. He, he's obviously a veteran. Has seen every pressure in every zone, every defense you could throw at him, so you're not going to surprise him. You're not going to overwhelm him. And then you look at, you, you counter that with the fact that they've got the best defense in the NFL. Um, and and that that's the part that scares me, is, is mm-hmm. if the Texans get in a shootout versus with a team that doesn't have a great defense or a defense has some holes, then I like C.J. Stroud to, to, to have give us a chance to win that game. The problem here is Flacco could very easily go off like he did last time, and CJ's going to have a hell of a time keeping up. Dolphins enter the playoffs limping also, and part of their problem is injuries. Now, they get to go to Kansas City, but as Justin said, it's going to be cold. That's a Miami team. They that, get to go? Yeah, they have to go. Well, you know, if, if you've got to go on the road and play anybody... Chiefs aren't a bad place yeah. at the way they're str- this is really two limping teams if you think about it with Miami and Kansas City. Yeah, I mean it is but, but it, and so you 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 couple those two those two teams up and, and all of a sudden you're in Arrowhead and sure maybe maybe Kansas City has the advantage but but look at, again it, it's not about the the whoever's going for me it's not about whoever's going to Miami. I mean going to Kansas City it, it's very simple if you're Kansas City you're worried about in-house. I mean, you're worried about the way you've been playing. You're worried about the way Pat's been playing. If, if they get that right, then, of course, it's Pat and it's Kansas City, it's Andy Reid. They can beat anybody. But the reality of it is, is for whatever reason, they just haven't been clicking. For whatever reason, there's been more frustration over the last month than, there, than there, there's been celebration. So, um, you know, again, Miami going from Miami to Kansas City with, with, their, with the obvious weather change and with the fact that they're limping in there, we'll, we'll see how, how it plays out. But I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, Kansas City. I don't care who you are. If you may, if you're a playoff caliber football team right now, Kansas City doesn't scare you. If I gave you all 12 of these teams to win the Super Bowl, or the two that are sitting at home right now for this coming week, what would you take? Wait, go to, oh, oh, the two, the, the two teams that have a buy. I, right. I, I would take. I would take. Um, I'd take the field. Okay. Hmm. Which which I'd one of these teams the do you think has the best chance to make it? San Francisco. No, no, no. Of the twelve that are playing this weekend. Oh, of the twelve that are playing. I'm sorry. Um, 
Ooh, man. Boy, see, Wes, I want, I want to go Dallas, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to go Dallas. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll ride I'll ride with the Cowboys. I'll, I'll ride with the Cowboys. We've got three powerhouses over there with, with Billy. I'm, I'm calling just, just coming into the Coming into the season, you got the three. The three favorites would be the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the 49ers, right? In the NFC, mm-hmm. I think the 49ers are for real. The Cowboys are in the middle. The Eagles don't have the chance. <laughs> um, in, the, in the AFC, which we thought was going to be absolutely loaded, and and here we are talking about everybody limping in and guys having to win in Week 18 just to get in. Um, of of the in the AFC on this side, I, I would probably say Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, Josh Allen gets hot, guys. It, it, it's it's. Uh, if Josh Allen gets hot, they're, they're going to be a problem. Yeah, um, I, I could very easily see Buffalo getting it, but I would go right now of of, of all the teams, the twelve teams, I would go with the Cowboys. Make right. a run. I'll go with that. All right, we got to hit a break, but uh, before we go, give me a pick for tonight. Well, I'm going Washington. I'm going Washington. I'm going Washington big. I don't think Michigan can keep up. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Can you say that against Alabama too? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. I would say against Alabama as well. Yes. I, I don't think there's any way that Milro can keep up with, with Penny. Oh, okay. Now, I said, didn't you say Is that, that against Michigan and Alabama? Did you feel like they were going to have a problem? Oh, yes. 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 I, no, I, well, I, I thought Michigan would win. I mean, I thought, I, thought, I thought Alabama would win that game convincingly, yes, but I thought it would, I thought it would be Milro going off, and instead yeah. it was Milro getting dumped on. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was wrong. I was wrong on that one as well. Okay. Well, I appreciate you owning that. We'll see. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked by anything that happened tonight for sure, so we'll see. Uh, buddy, thank you. We'll talk to you Friday. You got it, boys. Y'all be good. All right, buddy. Big O Tires right now has a good deal for you. Their new deal starting now. $100 instant savings on all Big O brands of tires. They got the best warranty in the industry. Three-year replacement on road hazard conditions plus free flat tire repair. Big O Tires, Cabin and Conway, great selection of tires. Of course, the Big O Tire, but they got the name brand tires if that's what you want also. They got their mechanics there on hand. They'll work on your car too. They do more than just tires, a lot more than just tires. In Cabot, they're on Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. Go check them out. Take advantage of the sale right now at Big O Tires, the team we trust. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Need a little help? O'Reilly Auto Parts can help. Need advice? We've got advice. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Exceptional customer service. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 80% water, right? 80% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the Leading Bargain Liquid Detergent. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GEAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GEAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GEAR. Guatney Chevrolet presents Devo Davis each week when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes. 
Guani Chevrolet, just off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Or check out their selection of new and used vehicles at GuatneyChevrolet.com. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com. And ask about the all-new RSI SmartCap. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, 1056, we're going to wrap up this hour with some offerings from our live fan feedback through our Listen Live button that's brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America down in Hot Springs in the Hattery. Uh, Lynn says, your phones don't work, your signal's weak. Over the year, you've had a host and other staff leave. Are these symptoms of a business that's about to close down? Just kidding. Thanks, Lynn. Hilarious. Are you kidding? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Uh, we will get the phone thing worked out, I promise you. The signal deal, we had a issue with our transmitter, so we're going to be on low power for a while. I encourage the app and the stream online if you can't get us cleanly. That's what I did yesterday when I was coming back from Alabama. No big deal. Theral Hogg says, Michigan had the coach dressed out as a Central Michigan coach during the Central Michigan versus Michigan State game. That's blanked up no matter how much you guys try to downplay it. Not you guys, just me. Um, I don't think there's that much gain in that anyway, but whatever. Eddie says, Arkansas. They were playing Central Michigan. Like, well, they were stealing Michigan State signs, though. That was the point. Oh, okay. I guess. Eddie says, Arkansas had 11 new players last season, nine this season. Must has turned our beloved Razorbacks into the poor man's Kentucky when they built their whole team on one and duns. He's doing a better job than Cal is right now with rebuilding his team every year, though, isn't he? Kentucky's better this year. Yeah, they are. We'll say that. Marianne says, both teams that had the ball last in the semis lost. <laughs> I think maybe you said that uh, whoever oh, has it last. Yeah, whoever has it last wins. Marianne called you out. Marianne's yep. calling me out. She said, you're rooting for Michigan. Then you said, I hope it's a good game. You talk out of both sides of your mouth. Oh, that wasn't my mouth. That's my eight. Uh, no. I, w- you can I can't root for a team, for a team and, and then hope, hope it's, it's a good, good game. Yeah. Like, I don't want Michigan to win 45 to nothing. That wouldn't be any fun. That's stupid. It'd be like last year's national championship game that wasn't entertaining past the first quarter. Mark says, I just hope it's better than last year's game score difference. I like my chances, but if Justin's willing to make a bet, I'm willing to listen. I don't think there's any way it's not going to be a better game than last year's championship. Um, Did you realize the game started at 6.30? Yeah, I mentioned that. I didn't oh, I realize it the morning the show. Day. The coverage starts, and I wonder what time the actual kick time is, like 6.42 or something. Yeah. But it's Probably. crazy early. Yeah, after making a stamp until like midnight in one of the semi games, you're going to give us an early start. Thank God. I love it. I wonder what the thinking is, though. It's Central Time Zone. I'm surprised it started so early. Yeah. I would have figured 7.30. Maybe they got screwed up on Eastern and Central. Hmm. I love it, though. I, I do, like too. You. I don't want to be up till 11. Is your Oaklawn Thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at Oaklawn.com.